Hello and welcome to Safeguarding Soundbites. I'm Tyler. And I'm Colin. And this is the podcast that keeps you up to date with the latest in safeguarding news. This week, we'll be telling you about our latest article that will help get the whole family outdoors this Easter break and much more. So let's get into it. In social media news, the TikTok ban continues as Northern Ireland, Greater London and Scotland join nations around the world in banning the app from being used on employee phones. The move comes after concerns about security on the video sharing platform that might leave sensitive data vulnerable. Many have questioned how the Chinese-owned company gathers and stores data and how it tracks users. Speaking to ITV, our CEO Jim Gamble said... TikTok will capture your facial mapping, it will capture your fingerprint, it will capture voice recognition. So it is capturing that modern identity that doesn't really change. The app has already been banned by lawmakers in the European Union, the United States, Denmark and Canada, and on government employee devices in New Zealand, France, the Netherlands and Norway. TikTok has denied sharing its data with the Chinese government. The EU police force have warned about potential misuse of ChatGPT. Europol said the AI chatbot could be used to create disinformation in phishing attempts and for cybercrime. ChatGPT's ability to create realistic sounding text in great quantity and at great speed means criminals could use it for harmful purposes. The chatbot has seen an explosion in popularity since its release last year, with reports that it took TikTok nine months and Instagram 2.5 years to reach a similar audience to ChatGPT's. While many praise the AI tech for its abilities, there are increasing concerns about its misuse. Tyler, many are also worried about its impact on education, with schools and universities continuing to ban the use of AI. Our online safety experts looked at the safeguarding concerns around ChatGPT and other AI chatbots to gather information on what you can do to help keep young people safer should they use this kind of technology, as well as encouraging them to use AI for good. Now, you can find our online safety article and our downloadable shareable resource by visiting our online safety section on our website at inique.com. Now, these are great tools to help safeguarding professionals, parents and carers discuss this important topic with the children and young people in their care. Also in the news this week, Ofcom have released their latest media use and attitudes report. The report looks at how children and young people aged 3 to 17 use and understand media and their attitudes towards media such as TV, gaming and the internet. The survey revealed that almost 3 in 10 children aged 8 to 17 have experienced someone being nasty or harmful to them via apps and platforms, compared to only 2 in 10 having experienced this face-to-face. Parents surveyed said they were more worried about their child seeing age-inappropriate or adult content and felt overall the, the risk of their child using social media outweighed the benefits. Another story in the news, new figures from the NHS reveal that hundreds of children are being treated for gaming disorders. The National Centre for Gaming Disorders has received over 740 referrals since it opened in 2019. Now classified as an official disease by the World Health Organisation, the NHS Centre has revealed that it has seen cases of addiction that have led to the breakdown of family relationships and even violence. 
Now, the disorder is defined as a pattern of gaming behaviours characterised by impaired control of gaming, giving priority to gaming over daily activities, despite negative consequences. The NHS recommends children and young people spend no more than two hours per day in front of screens. But increasingly, we're seeing young people's social lives intertwined with gaming time, with the latest Ofcom report showing that 9 in 10 children aged 3 to 17 are playing video games. So how do you know when gaming has become a medical issue? Signs of gaming disorder to look out for in young people include a change in behaviour, which results in significant impairment to a young person's day-to-day functioning. For example, choosing gaming over socialising or previously enjoyed activities, lying about how much time is being spent on gaming, as well as feeling irritable when they can't play or being unable to focus in school are all symptoms of this disorder. They may continue their gaming behaviours despite negative consequences. However, this behaviour pattern would have to occur at least 12 months in order to be recognised as an official disorder. So it doesn't apply to every young gamer out there. So even if you don't believe the child or young person in your care has harmful gaming habits, it's always good to get outdoors and away from the screens altogether. And Tyler, that's why this Easter we're encouraging everyone listening to this to use tech for good and for adventure. Not all apps involve staring at screens. In fact, in our latest article, we're looking at apps that actively encourage families to look up and around. Our five apps for getting outdoors will get you spending this Easter break doing everything from stargazing in the garden to becoming a local bird expert. Now, all of the apps can be used for free, so head over to our website, anique.com, to find out more. And in our new feature, Safeguarding Success of the Week, the Gymnastics Ethics Foundation have issued a new safeguarding standards which will protect athletes from abuse and harassment. Now, the framework called Gymnast 2028 aims to support and protect survivors and whistleblowers and create safeguarding partnerships with other organisations and provide guidance on athlete and child rights. The foundation was formed in 2019 after the conviction of former gymnastics doctor Larry Nassar for the sexual abuse of young female athletes. The new framework will be implemented as part of the run-up to the Paris 2024 and Los Angeles 2028 editions of the Olympic Games. That is everything from us this week. We're taking a break for Easter, but we'll be back again soon with all the latest in safeguarding news. But in the meantime, you can still keep up with us on social media at Anique Safeguarding Group. And we'd love for you to share this podcast with friends, family and colleagues. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Have a great Easter and whatever you do, remember, stay safe.